0: IVM. You are listening to The Signal Daily. Brought to you by Front Page Studios. The world's most boring software is also apparently an eSport. Welcome to the fourth edition of the Microsoft Excel World Championship. This so-called championship, hosted at Las Vegas' HyperX Arena on December 9th, saw die-hard data geeks, clippy mascots, colorful commentary, and a $15,000 prize pool. The event featured 30-minute knockout rounds called Case Studies, where eight finalists, who are experts of MS Excel had to solve real-life problems, meaning everything from polling predictions to asteroid mining, by using financial modeling on Excel spreadsheets. Organized by the Financial Modeling World Cup, the spreadsheet sporting event is oxymoronic to its very core. Microsoft Excel was first released in 1985 and has made history with its uninspiring design. And since then, people on the internet have taken it up as a challenge to get creative with it, stretching the rows and columns to their limits. Originally marketed as cutting-edge officeware with spreadsheet manipulation and graphing capabilities, Today, Excel is used for everything. From counting, charting, graphing and database manipulation to making calorie calculators, flight simulation, playing Monopoly and even designing physics engines. In fact, a Japanese artist went viral a few years back for making a beautiful landscape art on Excel. So clearly, it can do everything. But is it really a sport? Well, financial modeling contests have been running online for around a decade already. And when a Latvian financial consultant began streaming these contests online, it was clear that they had the viewership, or at least ESPN seems to think so. According to the Wall Street Journal, the sports broadcaster aired the event as a part of its oddball sports slot right next to a woodcutting competition and a competitive auction. And with calculations and functions flying faster than the audiences can keep up, it does seem to have the competitive edge. The reigning champion even had fans biting their nails when a computer glitch knocked him out of the running in a quite literal table-turner. One fan even commented that it was almost like watching an athlete, although I beg to differ. But anyway, even Wired points out, Microsoft has its own reasons for wanting to sell Excel as a sport. It fits well with its history of branding spreadsheets as exciting, fun and not work. Because honestly, no one was going to have that same outlook on their own. Plus, it must have worked because nearly 40 years since its release, Excel has become a permanent part of the world's financial system, every business's backend, and even pop culture. So I guess a world championship is then just the most natural progression for one of the world's most used softwares that's pretty much done everything else. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Anaswini, and this is the Deep Dive for 13th December 2023. Apple is dreaming a little dream. The Wall Street Journal recently reported that the world's biggest company and its suppliers are hopeful that within a year or two, A quarter of the world's iPhones will be manufactured in India. That is about 50 million made-in-India iPhones to be built annually. If this plan goes by, it will be good news for Apple because the company has been trying to diversify its supply chain and reduce its heavy dependency on China. Plus, there are a bouquet of reasons for doing that. Because labour isn't as cheap in China anymore, many young Chinese workers aren't willing to toil away their waking hours in factories Plus, US and China's on-again, off-again trade war is a problem. But to be clear, even if Apple and its suppliers succeed in building 50 million iPhones in India in the near future, China would still very much remain Apple's biggest iPhone producer. But for the very least, in case of production being disrupted in the Middle Kingdom, as it was during the pandemic, Apple will have a parallel iPhone producer to rely upon. But there's a little problem. India's iPhone's plants aren't quite as efficient as China's. To understand why, let's compare Foxconn's operations in China and India. And for your information in case it slipped your mind, Taiwanese electronics manufacturing firm Foxconn is one of Apple's main suppliers. But anyway, coming back to the story, in China, Foxconn's factories are known for demanding efficiency with long work days, strict production targets, and little tolerance for delays or errors. However, the workforce dynamic at that India manufacturing plant in Chennai is very different. With a largely unskilled labor pool unfamiliar with the complexities of modern electronics assembly, the pace of production is considerably lax. Frustrated by workers' performance, a foreign staff deployed in Foxconn's iPhone plant in Chennai told the rest of the world, and I'm reading it out, They know how to do it, but they are slow. They even walk slowly. End quote. So for any company considering moving its manufacturing from China to India, this is a sticking point. India has a large pool of young and cheap labour, no doubt about it, but it's unskilled and thoroughly inexperienced. To leave China for India would mean spending substantial capital in training the workers. Foxconn, for its part, has deployed hundreds of Chinese engineers and managers in its Chennai plant to train the local workers in operating machinery and pace up the overall production. According to a recent report in Rest of World, training Indian workers is a challenge in itself. During production peaks, workers in the assembly lines are expected to work as long as 11 hours a day. In China, Foxconn lured workers into long, monotonous work shifts by offering them lucrative bonuses. However, these tactics didn't take off with Indian workers. Five Chinese and Taiwanese workers told the publication that they were surprised to discover that their Indian colleagues refused to work overtime. Looks like Apple is getting the India treatment. Plus, there is red tape. Lobbying efforts by Apple and Foxconn did result in governments in Tamil Nadu and Karnataka relaxing their 8-hour work rule. However, the quick pushback by the worker unions made it sure that companies don't make workers toil for 12 hours. So, combination of all these factors results in Indian iPhone factories being less profitable than China's. Additionally, India is yet to develop an expansive network of material and equipment makers. An expatriate senior manager at an Apple supplier told the rest of world, and I quote, Apple has been spoiled in China. In India, except labor, everything else is expensive. End quote. So here's a lesson for all the other companies which are looking at India as China's plus one. Moving the factory floor to India is going to be a little costly, at least in the beginning. But it's also the only choice because Vietnam and Brazil don't have a pool of young workers as big and as cheap as India. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the signal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was researched and written by Dhruv Sharma and Anoop Seymal. Edited by Venkat Anand, Produced by me. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.